Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowring and Penny Blackmore. If Sounds you, like I'm Brittany. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm Penny. You're and that's Brittany. That's right. Just think <laughs> about the Australian accent and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like our show, we'd really love it if you uh, rated it and reviewed it and subscribed. If you're not already subscribed. Subscribe. We'd really love that. Um, it helps a lot of people find it and... Um, People seem to enjoy it, so it's that's nice. It's also very convenient because it means that the new apps just pop up without you having to that's so convenient. follow them around the internet. It's so convenient. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love mean, that. who can't just... That only happens with Apple Podcasts, though, right? Oh, really? I only get notifications from Apple Podcasts. Yeah. But maybe yeah. I'm not yeah. subscribed on Spotify. Any, yeah, that's why. Could yeah. be. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're really excited. We're back in the closet <laughs> for another week. Always in the closet. This closet is getting... I should actually jazz it up for us maybe a little bit. You yeah, know? put some fairy lights around. That's what I was just thinking. Ooh. Fairy lights. Oh, a couple a of little light. dangly things. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like a, a dream catcher and a motivational poster that says, You can do it. Oh, my God. So <laughs> my boyfriend sent me today uh, this... Uh, what is his name? Gary V. How could I forget his name? Mm-hmm. This Gary V. quote from Instagram or something. And it said... Um, uh, if you're not, it was like, if you're not ready to eat shit, oh, then fuck. you're not. <laughs> and I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, you're not a real entrepreneur unless you're ready to eat shit. Oh, Penny. enjoy that shit. Oh, upsetting. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing? Oh, good. Um, I ran a little workshop today for a cute little client. Yes. How did that go? Oh, it went great. It was a bespoke workshop, yes? It was yes? a bespoke workshop. Yeah, exactly. So cool. um, basically what I'm trying to do is like figure out their sales stuff and their revenue stuff so that they're able to sell their product or service more effectively. So we that kind of That sounds like, extremely valuable. But it's um, also fun because yeah. you're like... You, you basically what we did was we took their customer journey pre-sale and kind of pulled it apart a little bit mm-hmm. um, and figured out like what the points we wanted to highlight were and what yeah it was it was it was fun and interesting. How many people were in the workshop? Four. Four. What a nice size. Yeah, just a mini little guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to do a series of uh, workshops with these guys because we started with the leadership team and their first like their most senior hires, mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to do involve more people in other stuff that's more associated with like what they want to achieve as a company and so on and so forth but it was really lovely but um it poops you a little bit oh totally how long were you in front of them or with them just two hours and at the end I really busted out of there because I have so much shit to do at the moment I'm like deeply disorganized but um Mm -hmm. yeah I yeah it was great good and it was your first engagement with them yeah right yeah very cool little kickoff I did so much preparation like I love preparation. I do too, but it's also very stressful because you're like trying to figure out what, what you're trying to figure out a kind of a linear narrative to the whole thing. Right. So that instead of just being like jumping all over the place and you want everyone to feel like there's some sense of progression and, and, and forward momentum. So yeah, I, I think it turned out really well. And I just, oh, I really wish I had design skills because it takes me about three times longer to make a deck yeah. than any other human. A presentation Presentation deck, deck yes. Not a 
penis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you know the like that uh, meme or that video or whatever it is where the guy is talking? Is it an about Australian accent or is I think it it's a New Kiwi Zealand? accent? Yeah, yes, yeah. Kiwi accent. Yeah, we're talking about his golden dick. piece. His dick. Yeah, golden piece of content. My kids play on my dick all the time. <laughs> so. iTunes going to ban us. They're going to be like, it's pedophile content on Happy Hour Korea Talk. You've been flagged for pedophilia? Oh, Um, Jesus Christ. Take down your episode. Okay. No more playing on the deck. Um, Don't play on the deck. (laughs) Um, So talk to me about this disorganization feeling that you're having. I mean, like, because I'm doing, and what I really wanted to do when I left my last job was do shorter engagements that were much more meaningful. Yes. Um, So we were actually achieving more in a short amount of time and kind of charging a bit more money for that. But um, also, I didn't want to turn into one of those consultants that just runs endless workshops and just tells you what to do and then runs like, away tries to like... get more money and more hours out of it. I want to be like, if we're not working really well together after a couple of engagements over three months, then it's not a good match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted to make a lot of impact, but that means that I'm juggling four different clients at the moment. Um, and I'm, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, what's your, like, what are you using? What programs, what, like, is there anything that you've found is working with that mm. or are you still figuring it out? So, um, I actually put up, a like a, what do you call it? Like a Trello board, but on my wall, like a physical board. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, with all my tasks and things to do and due dates and everything. Um, I actually think I need to get another email address so that mm. all of my client work is just going to like a hello Penelope at Blackmore at Gmail or whatever, however it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because at the moment, like my immigration lawyer and my tax accountant and my health insurance guy are all muddled amongst my client people and it's just confusing. Um, Yeah, and it's just like constantly waking up every morning and just keeping tabs on what you've got going on. on. When is that? And like I couldn't tell you off the top of my head when all my next workshops are right? because it's so confusing. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the nice thing is I'm working from home at the moment so I can literally like cover the floor in mess. Yes. um, And like lay things out. I was doing a presentation deck the other day and literally printed it out and laid it out on the ground to make sure that the story made sense. Um, but then I really need a printer. <laughs> like the, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's so funny. Everyone's like, who needs a printer? Sometimes I you need just a printer. need to print things out. Yeah, and like at when you work in an office every day, you take a printer for granted. You, you take do. like sticky tape for granted and then... Like so all true. the stationery, I'm like, do I have to really buy all this stuff? Yeah. I really don't want to. I hate spending money on things that I don't want to spend it on. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, I'll be like, I need this 120 euro face cream because <laughs> you can't put a price on youth. Jokes. I've never bought that much of an expensive face cream, but you get my vibe. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, Yeah. Anyway, how the hell are you, Brit? Me? Oh, well, I'm doing pretty good, great. actually. Great. Yeah, I'm in a pretty good space right now, which is great. It's probably because you're going to... I'm going to New York City. I mean, isn't that New just... York, New York! It's a wonderful place! <laughs> I'm really excited, actually, to go to New York um, just because I really love that city. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's such a good city. Like... That it's city, central. the vibes, mm. that's exactly what mm. it is. You go there and the vibes are so intense and you really feel 
like you need to like move forward and make mm. shit happen and you're like watching everything all the cars and the people and the and you just have this energy where you're like yeah yeah i'm alive you yeah, know yeah and it's then very electric yeah electric mm. but then after you know a couple weeks you're like get like, me I the am hell exhausted. yeah <laughs> i need to be out of this place immediately yeah. i feel like there's a long strong tradition of australians moving to new york and mm. then after about five years they're like fuck this and they move to la because you can get like a house there and you drive around totally. and it's much more chill it's relaxed. and there's the ocean well i was thinking about this because for the longest time i wanted to live in new york like when i was younger it was like my whole thing i was like just sex in the city yeah (laughs) damn it sex in the city they did that to us um but also i visited and i loved it every time and i was like new york is totally my city i have to get there and now it's so funny because when i go there now i i experience it in a different way and the only way i think i would ever move to new york in this point in my life Mm. is if i were really able to like yeah filthy rich (laughs) able to have some space Mm. some living space Mm -hmm. and able to leave often yes to like escape the kind of craziness because i i the older i get the more i'm like oh i love like nature and being outside and having a calm environment, um, which is really interesting. But yeah, so I'm super excited to go to New York. A couple of kind of training engagements there. I'm there for over a weekend, which is really exceptionally cool. So nice. Doesn't always happen with work trips. So do you have one training in this week and one training in the next? Perfect. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday, Tuesday. It works out literally perfectly. Um, And uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm thinking about um, this thing kind of came up at work recently. Someone shared this website that actually uh, I just wanted to talk about because I like in thinking about New York and like anxiety and stress and mm. just busyness um, it's called um, workresponsibly.org Ooh. and it's super interesting actually cool. it's like a, um, a site where they've basically taken um, almost like all these resources that are geared towards certain kind of stresses or anxieties or whatever you have and like things that they think could help you through that. So you can actually click, there's like six different options right now and it's it's like in the I making. I I wish I had this. I know. I'm going to link it in the show notes for everybody. Mm. It's really, I think it's quite cool and I think it's just up and coming. So it's not completely finished or anything like that. It might also be like a living document. Mm. But right now you can kind of be like, I'm feeling stressed or tired <laughs> or anxious. And then you click that and then it shows you a few and it's just simple stuff it's like an article a ted mm. talk um you know maybe an app or whatever something that could help you get through that oh, feeling I love that. yeah yeah and i just and then it got me thinking about like this whole mindfulness thing and then i was like what the fuck is mindfulness mm. so i think the term has been really bastardized in the last yes. few years by like some self-helpy type people but 100%. essentially like the way i interpret mindfulness is mm-hmm. if you are gonna do something really irresponsible or naughty yeah are you doing it mindfully or are you doing it in order to squash emotions like if you're thinking about going and having a few drinks with a friend are you thinking okay i've worked really hard I'm going to have two or three wines. Um, It's going to be somewhat of a release. And then I'm going to come back and address my problems later. Or are you thinking, I'm going to get shit-faced and I'm going to drown my sorrows. But then the other side of that is like walking down the street and like literally just smelling the roses, like looking around you. Sorry. And, And thinking to yourself like, 
I'm mindful of my health. I'm mindful of my of I appreciate my surroundings. This. Yeah, I think that's what it's all about. So I did actually, in fact, look up a definition oh, or two. Good. Okay, sorry. Um, but I no, you were asking me. <laughs> I was. No, I was. Okay, great. I definitely was. But I was really curious to hear what you said because actually that makes a lot more sense than what I'm about to read here. Okay, great. But basically, um, from a few places on the internet, I found this, and I thought this was maybe legit. So mindfulness means maintaining a moment by moment awareness of our thoughts, Mm. feelings, bodily sensations, and surrounding environment through a gentle, nurturing lens. Yeah. Which means, like, this whole nurturing lens, I was like, okay, what does that even mean, right? Mm -hmm. And then I kind of looked in further, and that means sort of like looking through, not judging yourself for thoughts you're having, but actually just asking maybe yourself why you're having those feelings or being aware of them and Mm. not being like, you're shitty because you're tired all the time, you know, Mm. or whatever. Um, And when we practice mindfulness, our thoughts tune into what we're sensing in the present moment rather than rehashing the past or imagining the future. Mm. And that I found really interesting. Being kind of present and not thinking so much about like, what does this mean for my, like, long longevity or my future or my career or my whatever? Yeah. You know, not yeah. always doing everything th- for, a, for a distinct purpose. Yeah. But also sense? not, like, obsessing over the past as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, like, this idea of uh, kind of being aware of your thoughts. Yeah. I think that's really powerful because... I've noticed that uh, people, and myself included, not very recently, but in the past, um, people would kind of say like, oh, I'm such a loser. Like, I didn't do this. And you're like, are you aware of how you're speaking to yourself for a start? And then also like disconnecting this idea that your thoughts are actually the truth about a situation. Like they're just a thought. They're just things that can kind of, you can actually just let thoughts wash over you. Apparently, not that this I'm is, very good at doing yeah. that. Yeah, I can't remember who was talking about that. I think it's recently. Kara from um, Unfuck oh, Your Brain. Oh, yeah. She's like, remember, your thoughts are not your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, she has, wait. She has such a great American accent. Oh, she's got she's a pretty, so American. Pretty American. Yeah, yeah. She's like, hello, my chicken. Oh, I actually hate that hate she calls that. everyone chickens. <laughs> I hate I it a lot. I just listening, actually. Because of that. Because she, I find her a little patronizing. Okay, she's yeah. She's like, I know you probably had to listen to this episode four or five times before I could, you know, <laughs> sink in. And I'm like, no, actually, it's I a very got clear it. concept. Thank you. Thanks for really. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcast is good if you listen to it in like small doses. Mm, we, mm. we can link it in the comments since I think, we're talking yeah, about definitely. it. We should. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we do. I will link some Prime episodes. That's what we should do. Episodes. Link the good yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the chickens thing is a little bit much. But that is that is um, a really, really good point. Not sort of like, yeah, the things that you, and, and actually the things that you say to yourself impact the way you feel so much more than we 100%, think. hundred percent. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All that negative self-talk. Yes, negative self-talk. Mm. I am beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, oh, sorry. Go, 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 go. Did I ruin it? Not um, at all. I was Not like, was that meant to be the music break? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, Kenny you know, knows me so well. Uh, one of the things that I've read recently quite a lot, and I can't remember where I've seen this, mm-hmm. is... Um, Actually, that's right. It was Brene Brown, this idea of like coming into work and because you're mindful and aware of how you're feeling, um, if you're having a bad day, instead of being like, oh, I'm having a bad day, I have to hide it or I have to 
fix it or I have to do something with this bad day. Yeah. Instead, just walking into work and being like, listen, you know, maybe to your colleagues or something like, I'm having a bad day. I'm really sorry. It's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Um, and just being able to realise that, of course, as a human being, you will have good days and bad days. Everyone is allowed to have a bad day. Yeah. 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 And life is full of ups and downs. Yes. <laughs> don't we know it? Not that we, oh, I mean, like, I've I don't think never we really, had... I've never had a bad day. <laughs> I've you? literally never had a bad day. <laughs> We're just walking around. Sunshine. Constantly walking on clouds. <laughs> I can't wait to read that Work Responsibly website, though. That sounds rad. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I have to say it's quite cool. That is one thing that I really love about Slack In at uh, my current job. Yeah. In Slack, we have an interesting links channel I where everybody... I that channel so much. Such a good channel. They should make it public. I know. Mm. I know. We've fought with that for a while, actually. It's a bit more complicated, but... Um, everybody posts like cool things that they found on the internet and some people that I work with are so good at finding cool shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're pretty good at finding cool shit. Nobody ever liked my interesting <laughs> things though. They were like, this is not digital no product related. I'm like, it's about mindfulness and maturity and everyone's like, there's crickets in the background. Yeah, everyone's like, all right. Mm. Okay, so let's do our first letter, Brittany. I'd absolutely love that. Just as a, a real, you know, fun adventure. <laughs> Penny's going to read it so everyone have patience. Pre prepare yourself. <laughs> okay. Hi, Penny and Brittany. I'm in a sticky situation with some of the direct reports I'm managing. They are not achieving their sales target and there's a massive lack of accountability amongst the team in general. Morale is low and I really want to get everyone to look at themselves and realize that there's no change without them changing their attitude. I'm under pressure from my bosses to deliver better results this quarter, but it feels so unlikely. How on earth do I motivate this lack uh, lackluster team? That's a real mouthful. Lackluster <laughs> team. Help. Morris. Love the, love lackluster. It's a great Do you love word. the pseudonym? Pseudonym is really good. Morris. Morris, yeah. I don't think I've ever met a Morris. You still haven't met one. This person... Is definitely not named Morris. The, it's an M and it's a male name. Okay. So I chose Morris. Good. Love it. I love it. <laughs> you want to go first? Um, yeah, what sure. What do you think, Boyet? So I feel like this is something that in every company that I've worked in, there's these periods of time where people are like, fuck this. Like, yeah. just going through the motions. Everybody's like, I don't really even care what we're doing. Mm. Like, I'm just kind of like... Yeah, I'm not making my targets, but do I, like, why am I doing this? What is mm -hmm. the, you know, maybe there's, like, something else weird going on within the organization, whatever it might be. But I find what works really well or has in the past where, in places that I've worked is when you just, like, shake it up a bit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, come up with some new ways to do things. Also, I mean— so I have a few things. I Obviously, the first thing I feel like this team needs mm -hmm. is a little bit of uh, fun and excitement yeah. together. Team bonding. A bit of team bonding. Oh, yeah. So I would say a nice, fun, not too cheesy team event yeah. would be really great to kick this off. And even something that, like, treats them a little bit so that yes. they're just like, oh, you know, M Morris— uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Nearly said Marie. Morris uh, organized that nice event for us, and like yeah. he really cares about us. Yeah, it should be something nice. So not like really lame, like, oh, we're just going to have a drink in the office on Friday. Like, that's yeah. not a team <laughs> event. Like, it needs to be like a half-day thing or like a full evening, whatever. But it's like, these people feel appreciated. They feel like you thought about them and mm. created this thing. Mm. And we can talk about, like, I mean, Penny, I'm sure, has all kinds of team-building event <laughs> ideas. She's full of them. I love a team-building event. Yeah. <laughs> but I find also, like, I mean, maybe you're already doing this, but a few things that I think could work that would actually kind of do like double duty are double um, duty double duty oh, duty duty okay i thought you were saying duty as I was in like, poop. double duty isn't one enough so can i <laughs> can i not say duty when i mean i get it now sorry okay okay we say duty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, good, that's a good way to <laughs> separate the two meanings of yeah. that word. Duty. duty. Okay, sorry. Continue. So um, the way to, like, I think do this that could be actually quite helpful for, like, because you don't you don't want to just, like, throw this team event and then just be like, okay, team event solves all problems. Now you sell everything. Exactly. Bye. But what about, like, a weekly or bi-weekly retrospective, mm. like a little kind of workshop meeting um, on, like, a Friday morning with, like, a nice breakfast? Yeah. You know, where you actually go in and you say, okay— we're going to actually look back on the past two weeks or one week, however you kind of work. A lot of teams working in Agile use retrospectives mm. as kind of a way to look back on the kind of chunk of work they just did and what worked and what didn't. And then they actually put forward ideas or solutions Brilliant. to like yeah. change the way, like make things more positive. Yeah. So I think that that would be a really cool thing to introduce if you haven't already. And also like I love the idea of retrospectives on a team mm. because it it opens up this door where you're like, I care mm. what's going on with you. Mm. And when you run and a retrospective, I'm listening, yeah. yeah. And when you run a retrospective, you don't have to run it only for really strict sort of like work-related things. It can literally be, I felt stressed this week because someone's, someone was sick on this day and I was really relying on them and that was a bummer or whatever. Mm. It can be something even kind of personal or I was sick and I came into work because I knew whatever and that really, you know, was was tough on me. Mm. Um, so I think a retrospective, but jazzed up a bit, like, yeah. you know, could be really good. Also, if it's really deeply ingrained, I think what you need to do is actually take each member of your team. I have a lot of suggestions. <laughs> I've never been through this ever before. <laughs> I think I think honestly, Morris, taking each member of your team out for a coffee and talking to them about what they're currently excited about, mm. what they're interested in in the next six months to a year of their career, mm. and just giving them the time and the table mm. to actually talk yeah about what they're in, what what's going on mm. with them you know yeah. because it, you could find out so much by doing that for sure yeah and any time that a manager has taken me for a coffee and been like what's up Britt? yeah how are you doing like what do you think about this how's that working I feel so um appreciated yeah yeah and I'm and 100%. I will tell them a lot more than I even maybe even want to <laughs> exactly exactly uh, so those would be like my my main highlight suggestions uh, love those and I think the retrospective thing is so great because um like you can't go wrong with an open line of communication basically yes. and it, to be honest like it might feel like you're going wrong with it the first couple of times because you're like oh shit as a manager 
you might not be ready to receive this information. That's the reality of it. But you have to put yourself in the mindset of like, it's better that I know it than I don't know it. Right. Um, You know what I was thinking for this one? Tell me. So I noticed that in the letter, it said um, there's a massive lack of accountability amongst Mm. the team in general. Um, and, And there's a few like little moments where I was like, oh, it sounds like these people aren't they're not only not motivated, but they're also not really understanding what's going wrong in the process so that they're not hitting their targets. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they should do, and this is really cheesy because uh, Brittany and I used to work at a company together and we had this one tool called a lightning decision jam. And yes. basically it's a, it can be any length of time really. It can be kind of like 45 minutes or it can be half a day. Um, and basically what you do is you go through and you say, okay, everybody, let's get together. Let's sit down silently with the post-its and instead of talking and discussing and accusing um, and getting really guilty, let's write down what's going really well and then what's not going well. And then let's figure out solutions for the things that aren't going well. Yeah. Um, And I would take them off site to do this because I have this, I've always felt like if you take people out of their regular work environment, then they're in more of a psychological condition to receive new information. A hundred percent. Like they, they just, t- they take it more seriously. They, it kind of breaks their mental patterns in a, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boinks their brain. But, um, <laughs> um, and then also, um, something that I always used to talk about in my old job is this co-creation effect. Like the idea that you made something, like you came up with these solutions, therefore you think they're good ideas and therefore you have more ownership over them. Mm -hmm. So I thought kind of going through and figuring out like in terms of sales, what do you guys think is going wrong? And you might learn something really interesting from that. You might be like, oh God, I had no idea that we were selling out of this item and that's why our sales suck and all we've got is like really bad stock or whatever. Right. Um, so there was that. Um, and by the way, I just want to chime in really quickly. Please We'll do. put a link to this LDJ workshop in our show notes. It's a really great workshop. Light, sorry, Lightning Decision Jam, yeah, which we, I just... We call it the LDJ. LDJ. It's because bit, it's obviously much quicker. Definitely quicker. <laughs> it's a big mouthful if you try to say it. Mm. But um, it's a really great workshop to do exactly what Penny was just talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, uh, did I have anything else? I think, um, I used to work in an agency where there were redundancies all the time. So every, I'd say like three or four times a year, you'd sort of look around at one point and the whole office would be quiet and you'd realize like three or four people were missing. And then at the end of that day, um, the CEO would be like, okay, so we've got an announcement and you're like, oh, fuck. They're gone. And they Aww. and in advertising, like, they really walk you out the door and you're not allowed to get your stuff and that sort of thing. Um, and so, like, maintaining morale after that was deeply difficult because yeah. people were like, what if I'm next? You know, yeah, like, what, what's going to happen to my job? Yeah. Um, and I realised that this may not help you a lot right this minute, but I think just the testament to the idea that a strong work culture will get you through that um, I mean, like at that agency, we had this like very strong culture and strong belief in what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when people left, we were like, we felt really bad for them that they didn't get to work at that company anymore. Mm-hmm. But we were like, this isn't going to stop us from 
wanting to achieve more. So I think investing in culture on the whole. On the whole, yes. And like getting people connected to one another and yeah. getting them to see the purpose in what they're doing. It's so fucking important. It really um, is. Because, yeah, otherwise it's just going to be a constant battle to kind of uh, reactively fix these cultural problems. It seems almost like um, pe- the people at this at your workplace or on your team really have lost sight of what the actual, like, why they're doing what they're doing, the goals, maybe the values. Maybe it would be cool to do, like, a little values workshop or something where they can actually contribute what they care about. And, like, you can, I don't know, just something like that where you make them feel really, really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's so important to figure out why the morale is low. Like, you might find out that they're upset because... And and I've seen morale be low for different reasons. For example, if there's a team of 10 people and one person is like a real asshole and they're really pulling their team down and then turning up late and they're not pulling their weight, mm-hmm. that can have a crippling effect on the team. They'll be like, oh, well, why should we bother when uh, Caitlin turns up late all the time and she doesn't do a good job and she's yeah. getting paid the same amount yeah. as us. So yeah. you really need to, I would just investigate, investigate the shit out of this and like talk to these people and find out what's going wrong. hundred percent. Because actually what's really cool, Morris, is that, <laughs> is that you clearly do care about them. I mean, you, it's obviously you care about your targets being yeah. met, but also it seems like you actually do care yeah. that they're not motivated and that they're not having a good time. Yeah. So that is a really good sign. Yeah. You know? Oh, we believe in you, Morris. We do. Morris. To Morris. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Well, Penny, let's get the hell out of this box. I would love to get out of this uh, this little closet. Yeah. And maybe out onto a balcony oh, to finish this nice. glass of wine. It's the end of summer. I know. I'm, I actually it's official. I'm not ready. I know I'm ready to not be like so hot all the time, but and ready I'm ready to wear a sweater. I'll tell you that right That's now. That's true. I'm ready to ride my bike literally anywhere without <sighs> arriving looking like someone's dumped a bucket of water on my head. <laughs> yeah. I've, I just wear hats all the time now. Yeah. If I get on my bike, I'm wearing a hat. I am not ready for the rain though. What rain? Uh, that's what's going to happen. When? Just wait. Fall. We're really? going to get a bunch of rain, and then we're getting to winter, and it's even more rain, and it's gray skies, and it's really awful. <laughs> um, as a Canadian who comes from a really sunny place, I have to gear I up really for the winter. it rained that much in autumn. Does it? Doesn't it? I mean, I work from Maybe home, so whatever. <laughs> whatever. Classic pen. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And we love you. Oh, we do. We care about you like your awkward aunties from yes. other sides of the world who are just nosing into your business. Yes. They're like, it's like the fun aunt, but then you realize, like, there's like a reason that she's fun and she has like maybe a lot of issues. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) All right. Toodaloo, everybody. Bye.